Hi, this is Mike Edelhart, and I'm here with another uh, edition of Inception, our podcast and sort of homegrown video cast about beginnings, beginnings of new companies, new ideas in science and consumer products. And today we're here to talk about a little bit of both. I mean, it's a consumer product, but there's science involved uh, with uh, Emily Doyle, who's the uh, CEO of Dune uh, Skincare. Great to see you. Great to see you too, Mike. Thanks for having me. It's I'm Dune going- Sun Care. Dune Sun Care. I just asked you that and then I got it wrong. That's okay. Um, uh, important, it's an important uh, component because we are strictly a sun care company. And a lot of people ask us that. So it's it's good to clarify. Yeah, well, let's start with that. So uh, strictly a uh, sun care. So on that basis, why don't you explain what it is you're making and, and why that's what you decided to make? Yeah. So my business partner, uh, May Kwok, is my second hand in the business. And she had actually poached me to be her co-founder of a company she had started ideating on two years prior to when we started building Dune. Um, She had started really in soliciting a a branding agency to create a brand deck with a little bit less uh, infrastructure around the business plan. And she pitched it to me at a coffee shop. Uh, It was in the hospitality space. And the branding was beautiful, but at the time I had my own consulting business and didn't have the time or space really to help take on the enormous amount of work that it would have required to start a hospitality business. Uh, Thankfully, that never came into fruition because it would have tanked during COVID. But two years later, March 2020, week two of COVID, May called me again from Puerto Rico. She was meant to be on a weekend long surf trip from a Friday to a Monday uh, for a quick surfing trip. She's an avid surfer. And it said, Emily, I don't think the news is accurate. I don't think COVID's going to last five weeks. I think we're going to be in this for, for a long time. And we're at the demise of our careers. Let's come together and build our dream company. And we really didn't spend any time ruminating on the category at all. I had had um, a background in beauty. And I said, let's, you know, let's go into sunscreen. Unlike the skincare and beauty industries, we felt like those were incredibly saturated with a plethora of different options. Um, but the sun care industry was actually really small in terms of who was pushing revenue maximally per year. And we were really frustrated by the lack of innovation in the sun care space. Um, a lot of the products that we were drawn to were in tiny 1.7 fluid ounce bottles. They were really expensive in the specialty space. They were speaking mainly to women, which we thought really didn't make any sense as sunscreen is not a marginalized product. It's something that we've all been wearing if we have responsible guardians from six months plus. Uh, So we've had a lifelong experience with a critical and essential item, um, not just for health reasons, which is really the inception of why we all wear sunscreen, but also I was very privy to the beauty uh, and vanity benefits of wearing sunscreen as over 90% of aging is caused by the sun. So it's the only preventative in, in skincare. And I was finding that a lot of the um, Asian sunscreens that were offering clear gel formulas were ones that we were looking to purchase on Amazon. Uh, but there really weren't any clear gel inclusive sunscreens in the U.S. market. And a lot of that, after some research, it was 
Um, the impetus to that really was because it's incredibly hard to mix a clear gel sunscreen and have it compliant to FDA guidelines as sunscreen is an OTC product in the US. So we um, brought on our first partner who are one of the top, top labs in the country based outside of Glendale, California, who've built all the top performing SKUs for the likes of Goop, Honest Company, Drunken Elephant, Osea, Moon Juice, Rock, Dermalogica, uh, to name a few. And um, we said we want to create the first clear gel sun care line in the U.S. packed with clinically proven skincare benefits. So all of our products wouldn't just protect your skin. They would also perfect your skin. You know, we took on, we swallowed our egos, uh, took a government check, which uh, was a new experience for both of us. I sold a number of my Disney stocks to pay for our first production run. And we went through over a hundred experiments in the life cycle development to get to final formulation. And finally, two and a half years later, we're able to bring to market exactly what we had hoped for and more. It was really a huge testament to the quality of our products when we heard that our chemists, who are some of the top chemists in the country, were bringing home Dune on the weekends for themselves and their families because they were so proud of the formulations they had created for us. We really leaned heavily into accessibility. We knew that convenience was key in this category. Um, and we were finding, you know, we were viewing accessibility in two different sectors. One was price point. So all of our products are priced below $30. And um, the second to that was distribution. So we wanted to, to reach as many people as humanly possible. Um, you know, even the most upper echelon conscientious mothers, for example, have a very different purchasing behavior to say beauty and skincare products where they'll be comfortable to wait a week to get something in the mail, or they'll drive to their favorite department store to pick it up and spend money. Um, instead, with sunscreen, they were going to, most of the time, Amazon or 24-hour drugstore to pick up sunscreen for themselves and their family, particularly the male market. Uh, was predominantly shopping based on convenience. So today, <laughs> 17 months in market, I can't even believe it. We launched June 8th of last year. We sit in almost 800 doors with all the best retail partners um, in both big box, as well as those really specialty cached accounts um, regionally in high-end specialty boutiques, surf shops, grocers, and hotels, which was a huge sector for us. Um, you know, we took a very similar approach candidly to Sumbum, who we love. They're our allies. I think there's a mutual love there in terms of how they launch, not just in D2C at their inception point, but in these specialty shops. Um, hotel was really an exciting opportunity for us because we felt like not only was there weekly turnover, so we got optimal, um, you know, eyeballs on the product and testing opportunity, but we were, you know, in the gift shop. We were also available um, in minibar programs. So it was a quick grab and go purchase. A lot of uh, customers either forget to pack their sunscreen when they travel, or if they're going for a weekend, they don't want to pack, you know, a 6.5 fluid ounce bottle uh, to check a bag. So they'll buy sunscreen on property, which oftentimes has been really expensive. Um, all of our price points remain the same at hotels. Uh, and we also have big industrial sized pumps that we placed at beach huts, swim cabanas, and then ski lodges during the winter season. So 
people were able to test the product at you know their destination and then it would drive them to buy the product because we we found we had immediate conversion once people tested um, the products. So it's been a really fulfilling journey. We feel like we've hit so many milestones, but there's always uh, new challenges that we're navigating around. And really what our core focus is around is product. Product is paramount. Um, and so we have we believe some of the best innovation in the sun care space. We just brought on some amazing dermatologists. So now in, in our investor pool, so we're now derm backed. We'll be moving into dermatology sectors um, or clinics uh, next year. So for us, that's even more of a validating point in the efficacy of um, our products and how they're trusted by world-class dermatologists. Got it. So it, that's fabulous. And that's why we invested in you both Thank what you. you're doing, but the clarity and enthusiasm and all you bring to it, it, it probably is worthwhile to unpack some of the uh, fundamentals a little bit for those that aren't focused on the sunscreen and sun care. So the current generation of, of sunscreens uh, are essentially petroleum based by and large. Uh, and uh, so it's not great for you, but it's really bad for the environment. And uh, and I th think that was part of the motivation that brought you to this. And if I'm wrong, correct me. And you also mentioned the uh, idea of being inclusive. What's inclusive about sunscreen? You put it on your skin, isn't it the same for everybody? So I'd love to hear a little bit more from you on, on those two aspects of what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. I'll start with the last question and then you might have to repeat the first one. <laughs> so the experience of putting sunscreen on, and we think all the time about the psychology behind why a customer is driven to buy a certain product, but particularly why they're buying sunscreen and what their pain points might be. Um, and when we were kids growing up, all of the lotions dispensed as a white formulation. So for anyone that had medium to darker skin tone, it was a pain in the butt. Uh, the rub-in experience was awful. We were just trying to get on with our play, build sandcastles in peace. And our moms are running after us trying to apply this thick pasty lotion. And it, was, it wasn't an enjoyable experience. Because of that too, we often weren't, for me as a, at once, a young Irish lassie. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last name is a dead giveaway. I was running for my mom and not applying as regularly as I should have been. And so oftentimes I was finding that I was really getting singed at the beach, which I wish I had known then what I know now in terms of what it does for you if you get burns before the age of 18 and what that does in terms of, you know, fine lines and wrinkles and dark spots and redness. But we, we really wanted to create um, clear gel products because, um, you know, melanoma has risen to be the leading cause of cancer deaths in the U.S. The common misconception is that when you have more melanin in your skin, you're actually um, less susceptible to getting melanoma. And that, in fact, that's not true at all. Um, you're that much more susceptible because of the misconception that you don't need to apply. So um, darker skinned people are actually the most affected in terms in the U.S. in terms of uh melanoma cases. So we, we really, you know, formulation inclusion was important in terms of that rub and experience, our launch collection, which 
consists of three products. Um, Dispense is a mint green gel. All of, you know, the natural color of the, the green actually is um, strategic because green is neutral on all skin tones. And we got into the psychology again of like why mint green gel would be enticing to even kids. And I thought about Nickelodeon slime. Um, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with Nickelodeon slime. I was asking my mom to go to the toy store so I could buy GAC or Floam or rubbery textures. I loved that tactile nature of gel and rubber. Um, and even when I was growing more into my adulthood and I was spending money on skincare, I remember going to Nordstrom and the Clinique section um, when they launched their Moisture Surge pink gel um, moisturizer. And it, I think gel psychologically translates to hydration. Um, so it, it, it seeps immediately into the skin. Um, there's a gel sunscreen in the US that's been really successful, but it, it, it's a product that's heavily silicone based. So it sits on top of the skin, almost acting like a makeup primer. And we were finding that we wanted a product that soaked into the skin, gave it immediate you know, luminosity and brightness and elasticity. Um, so all of our products actually tout in our launch collection, 72 hour hydration, which is the biggest hydration right. to achieve in skincare globally, which was a huge win for us. Uh, they replace your daily moisturizer in your medicine cabinet and our mug guard for every mug every day. So you can put your best mug forward is, uh, was one of our number one sellers when we first launched It's still today. Um, that also is um, proven to reduce fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and redness. So the power of, of you know, that two-for-one aspect was really what differentiated us and allowed us to speak even in the beauty space as your best skincare product. In terms of tone, we really lean heavily into comedy. We were finding psychologically too that May and I, that we were really attracted to brands that leaned into um, really nailed comedy well. Brands like Liquid Death and um, you know Dollar Shave Club and Slim Jim, Slim Jim, a beef stick. And so we thought that we could be really successful in that if we did it well and also speak to a male audience and translate to them so that we were less intimidating and maybe viewed as a beauty product. So for us, you know, inclusion and um, accessibility again was so key. And today we are so proud to have almost a 50-50 split between a male female customer and our age demographic range is between 16 to 65. So we thought, what a huge win. A lot of the investors we spoke to pre-launch actually said, stay in your lane, pick one generation group. Mm -hmm. Um, pick one gender group. And we, we really said, absolutely not. We're going to stick to our guns here and try to speak to as many people as possible. Because again, sunscreen is not marginalized. Right. So the first question. Previous question was about uh, the environmental impact uh, of yeah. uh, the previous generation and, and what you might be doing uh, that's different. Yeah. So our products are oxybenzone and octanoxate free. You know, oxybenzone, Hawaii has really been kind of the standard for what actually ends up impacting either recalls or bans of certain 
chemical filter ingredients, for example, in SPF, which has been an incredibly convoluted and precarious topic. Um, there's actually, we consult with all the top scientists, marine biologists, dermatologists on this. We, we really want to do our homework and ensure that we're bringing the best products that are good for you and the environment uh, to market. There is really no evidence, believe it or not, um, of the sunscreen clean chemical filters that we're using in some of our products. We do have a mineral sunscreen that we launched as our la latest SKU launch called the Mineral Melt which I'll get to because it's really exciting. Um, <clears throat> there is no evidence that these, even at large quantities, are harmful for the environment or human ingestion. Oxybenzone was flagged because there was a potential link to it impacting coral reef, as well as was found in breast, breast tissue and could have been a factor to um, breast cancer. But again, it's, um, you know, the sunscreen filters that we're using are deemed clean chemical, which is a difficult, you know, any, when people hear chemical, particularly in the US, they assume that it's incredibly harmful and toxic. There's chemicals in everything, including our, you know, our bath towels, our clothing, our underwear, our sheets, our cell phones are their own. <laughs> uh, there's, there's so much that we interact with that have varying levels of toxicity to our bodies. Um, so we've done everything we can to really be on the pulse and really, you know, ahead of determining what are the best products to include, even on the chemical level. And we are very proud that all of our products are, you know, really non-toxic. Uh, they're Bioria certified non-GMO. They're PETA certified vegan cruelty free. They're all made in the U.S. They're paraben free and uh, re-friendly. Our mineral melt is a really exciting skew that we worked with a group of board certified doctors on for three years. It is the sheerest mineral on the market uh, that uses a proprietary microdispersion technology. So it allows those mineral particles to be as small as possible, which is why they, it allows the sunscreen to be as sheer as possible on all skin tones. It's packed with youth promoting peptides. It helps with collagen reproduction. It's clinically proven to firm and brighten the skin. Um, it has a deep hydration story. It's blue light, infrared, UVA, UVB blocking. It's amazing. We're iterating off of that to launch Skin Tone Inclusive Beauty next year. And I can do the big reveal here. We haven't really <laughs> talked about this on a forward facing platform yet, but we are also iterating off of that form formula to launch Dune Baby in 2025, which will be a really thoughtful collection of baby products that also target baby skin ailments like rashes and eczema that we're really, really excited about. The baby market is honestly, there's very few products in that space. And we really believe we can bring the best innovation uh, to that market as well. Amazing. That's really exciting stuff. Now, you know, you and, and, and May are clearly focused on becoming like queens of sun care. <laughs> Uh, but never said that, but that's really nice. We'd like to be, <laughs> for sure. But you studied journalism. She was an events person and pretty well-known DJ. So how did y'all wind up doing this uh, as opposed to all kinds of other things, given those backgrounds, you know, one might imagine you'd wind up doing? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I studied journalism. I thought I wanted to be a broadcast news anchor when I was in college and I minored in English. So I actually, 
I feel like writing really clicked for me in my sophomore year of college. My dad is a phenomenal writer. By no means do I feel like I'm an expert, but I am the you're not going to tell me your dad is like Roddy Doyle or something. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, he did just okay. write a, a little book and uh, he's, he's probably one of the most articulate and thoughtful writers I've ever had the pleasure of um, coming across. I, I'm partial to him because he's my dad, but he is super talented, but I, I really, I'm the copywriter for the brand. So every word that's ever written for us is from me. Um, May is an avid surfer, as I mentioned before, and was always plagued with white cast problems. Um, we hashtag that as a joke. And we, you know, we actually lived down the street from one another in Venice Beach. May uh, was raised in Queens, and I actually orbited around her when I lived in New York for my chapter one. I'm now back in New York. Um, I had a five-year stint in LA which is when we built the brand and launched it. But um, we were finding that we were never walking outside for exercise or surf or whatever it was without putting sunscreen on our faces at the very least. Fast forward to when I lived in New York and started my career. Uh, I worked in communications with a number of different fashion designers towards, had a really like interesting experience in my first job in the middle of the recession at a high-end jewelry company on the corporate side uh, that really owned the 18 karat gold couture space. And my boss, who's still one of my main mentors today, had really reputable careers as a lead over at Gucci and LVMH and Condé Nast. Also one of like the best writers I've ever come across, um, majored in journalism at Dartmouth. She, you know, we were challenged with the task to help keep the company afloat during a really challenging time in the market. Uh, we melted down one of the safes. We launched the QVC business. Um, you know, I worked directly with all the C-suite employees and the president and uh, she treated me like her equal. She fell ill for a short period. She's perfectly fine now, but in that time I really was, my direct bosses were the CFO, COO, CEO and president. And so I got an indelible amount of experience understanding the business from the inside out, which really catapulted my career working with a number of different designers at a high level in my early 20s. So, you know, I gained that business experience, but then also enhanced my writing ability, both creatively and professionally. And the last job I had before launching my consulting business in advance of Dune was with Mara Hoffman, who's one of the leading upper contemporary designers. She really owned like the swim space, but then had launched Ready to Wear. She's one of the most revered designers today at the forefront of sustainability initi initiatives in fashion. Um, she called me after having been in business for over a decade on a Saturday and said, I either wanna completely close down shop or I wanna flip the business to hold sustainability at the core. And so we did just that, you know, severed ties with existing factories started, you know, partnerships with new factories that aligned more with our initiatives, you know, relaunched the website, instituted all new materials in all of our fabrications, dyeing processes, all the way down to our hang tags um, and the paper that we were using. So in that time, I helped to launch our licensee collaboration division and launch really successful collaborations with Swell Bottle with the launch of our activewear line, and then my favorite two-year deal was with Sephora. So 
we challenge them to create their first clean beauty line with sustainable materials in our bag and brush line. It was a two-year deal. We sold out twice. We we're in the front of every U.S. and Canadian door. So I was working on everything from like contract negotiation points to ideating on big scale PR marketing strategies, always had like a real creative mind as well. And went deeper into my writing skills and even producing photo shoots for the brand and helping with the creative and art direction for that. So having that Sephora experience was integral to really understanding the beauty space. Very long-winded answer to your question. Yes, but it's the long, strange trip. But as you go through it step by step, it's kind of a natural progression. So you guys have started. You're off to a great start. You're selling. You're in all these different locations. You had a raise. We were part of it. Thank you for letting us in. So what next? So if we were going to get together a year from now and do this again, which we very well might, what will we be talking about? What will the company look like then? What will you be excited about and worried about a year from now? We are like to just close the loop on the last question and why May a renowned DJ. Um, we, we thrive on partnership, brand partnership. So we have been really successful, I think, at securing amazing partnerships with top brands like H&M at Coachella and Surf Lodge, who put us in their shop for the entire summer, sponsored three of our parties at Snow Lodge and Surf Lodge all for in-kind partnerships. We've saved over $4 million in marketing spend just by way of our relationships alone. So that was, you know, solving the problem of white cast issues, um, creating a a better for you product that was clear and inclusive, um, that also is affordable, was a huge, you know, challenge for us and hurdle that we felt like we've, we achieved. And the last part of that, which goes into this question is expansion. So now that we've secured some amazing top retailer partnerships, we're with Ulta and 550 doors and online, we're in their Spark program. We have big dune towers at the front of all their major doors across the US. Um, We made Blue Mercury's cash assortment, one of three brands featured, the only brand in Suncare sitting at the front of all their major doors. We're in Anthropology now, Urban Outfitters, FP Movement, Free People. We're about to launch with ARA and 250 Doors, the American Eagles brand. And we have another really exciting partnership that I can't share here, but um, with expansion into three different majors by Q2 of next year. That is enormously uh, rewarding and humbling that we were asked to be included in their very tight assortment of brands across hair care, beauty, skin care, and sun care. Um, now that we've secured these partnerships, next year is all about revenue. So we're spending a lot of time on what are the critical use of funds for the investments that we've gotten in. It's a very clear, like three-channel strategy. One is critical hires. May and I are still the only two full-time employees on the business, believe it or not. Um, that's because we had such robust expansion early on, and we had to be meticulous about where we were putting our funds. But we have two offers. We just brought on an amazing salesperson. We have another social media person who's coming on who's a total top gun um, in social media. So we're excited to you know, have a bigger presence on TikTok, where brands like ours really excel, um, because it's where every customer is really going for education. Um Innovation, uh, launching new categories next year, skin tone inclusive beauty, expanding our sport and surf line. Um, and the third is marketing. So, you know, we've instituted 
sampling packets. Um, we'll have on the ground ambassadors to help educate sales associates on the ground. Um, we have our Jet Setter Jelly Pack, which is our travel minis. We're individualizing them in their own unit carton. So those will be sold at registers. So there's a lot of focus on increasing velocities, um, really satiating our main partnerships at retail. And then of course, pushing sales on Amazon, which is the unavoidable beast. Actually, Brian Lee, the co-founder of Honest Company, um, had a call with us pre-launch and he's like, guys, you gotta go on Amazon as quickly as possible. It will not deter big box like retailers to partner with you. And he was right. So we launched on Amazon exactly a year ago in Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. Um, but it's really about pushing revenue next year, gaining bigger exposure, shooting content with our dermatologists, educating the customer, um, really on the clinical two-for-one benefits. You should be wearing sunscreen every single day. The sun does not set. Um, you're even more susceptible sometimes to a burn on the slopes, more so than sitting on a beach in the middle of July. Right. Um, depending on the UV levels. But um, yeah, we just, we really want to continue to create amazing good for you products that everyone will fall in love with. And we, the bigger hope is that we become the next household brand name um, that everyone reaches for and has access to. Um, and to that point, in terms of our accessibility, we just launched global shipping to every single international market by way of our D2C site as well as Dune Impact. So that's, you know, Give Back is really near and dear to May and myself. And we've partnered with four different organizations. Those seem to be changing out a little bit more frequently because of all the disaster da disasters that are happening in the world. Um, there's too many problems to solve, but any customer that comes to our website and purchases can elect to give 1% of their purchase back to one of the four organizations. And there's progress bars they see. So that's really just the start of it. We, we do like fun events with beach cleanups. We're partners with Surfrider Foundation as well as Skin Cancer Foundation. So I think really building community, continuing to create great product, you know, the sky's the limit. And venturing into, we're talking to airline partners right now. We're talking to big concert venues, um, the athletic sector, country clubs. When you think about where you need to apply sunscreen, the, there's, there's so many more places you can live um, without getting ahead of yourself, but doing that in a strategic way. So we're having all those conversations now, which is exciting. Amazing stuff. I think we could talk for hours, but we uh, uh, <laughs> have to wrap it uh, here. Uh, Let's do that. Let's get together a year from now and talk about how many of those myriad possibilities you've been able to uh, uh, capture in the meantime. Thanks, Mike. It was great so to great talk to you. Excited to be investors. Can't wait to see what happens next. Thank you. Honored to have you um, believing in us. 